podcast yeah they're kind of dull and boring they're going over vertigo and going over sciatica now for years when I would go on calls with people dealing with both I thought they were bullshit and I thought they were bullshit until me myself had to deal with it now you do have those patients who complain or they just want attention or they just want pain meds we all know them but people who had legitimately deal with sciatica that shit was horrible for me. Ended up having to get back surgery. So hopefully this, this is kind of a chill story time. But hopefully you enjoy them. And thank you so much. And make sure you leave me a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify or wherever you listen. And thank you so much again for supporting the podcast and listening. If you suffer from vertigo, then you understand this story I'm about to tell you. So the first time I'd had vertigo... When I woke up one morning back in 2013, I got up in bed and I immediately could tell that something was off and I couldn't keep my balance. Got in the bathroom, turned the light on, and that shit was bright. Turned it off, used the night light and we have in the bathroom, took a shower, had a hard time shaving because I couldn't keep my shit straight. And every time I'd move my head to the left or right, like I'd move my head to the left, and then finally my head would catch up. So, the first time dealing with this was like, well, this is a little scary. Maybe I should go to the hospital. Now, luckily for me, the hospital was five minutes away. And so I figured I would drive myself to the hospital. So, not the smartest idea, but this is how you do it. So when you get yourself in the car, you just focus. Now, I am ashamed to admit, and I'll be honest, I have driven drunk before. And when you drive drunk you assume that you're a great driver and so as a vertical as a person having vertical issues as a person having vertigo issues you assume that you're a good driver so I kept my head straight didn't make any sudden movements luckily it was 5:30, close to 6 in the morning so there wasn't much traffic out slowly drove myself to the hospital which was all residential Pulled into the, nothing happened the whole way there. Pulled into the parking lot, and I curbed it. Damn near took out a small tree on the corner. I was so pissed. I was doing so good. Luckily, no damage to any to my truck, or to the, to the property itself. Got into the hospital there, checked myself in, got me in the wheelchair, wheeled me back, and diagnosed me with, uh, positional vertigo. Something like, I believe that's what it's called. So since then, I haven't really dealt with it too much. It's been off and on. But for years, I would go on calls with people dealing with vertigo. And I thought, what's such a bullshit thing? Well, I hear them tell you that it's not bullshit. It's real. The next story is dealing with sciatica. First time I had sciatica on my left side was in 2017. Same thing. Got up in the morning, got everything going for the day and as I was about to walk out the door my whole left side just extreme sharp pain shot down from the lower part of my left side of my back all the way down my left leg and it dropped me now for years I thought going on these calls 
I thought they were bullshit. Well, let me tell you, it's not. Now, you may come on patients who scream and holler and all that stuff when you move them. And once again, you think they're faking. Well, holy shit, let me tell you, that shit sucked. That hurt bad. For me, what worked for me to relieve the pain was is lying on the floor, propping my left leg up onto the couch. What caused this, I eventually got a, not a month, finally, a month or two later, was able to get into the um, spinal surgeon, the, neuro, the neurosurgeon, the spinal surgeon, and they took pictures and they had a bulge disc. And so I had to go in and get a microdiscectomy, which was, it's, it was a scary at first, but it was a great experience. And I have come to like, with so many surgeries I've had, I have come to enjoy being put out. It's like night-night, and you feel like 20 minutes later, you wake up, and it's all done. Now, the recovery for microdiscectomy at L5-S1 was, it, it, was, uh, it was not, wasn't bad, but the first couple of days was pretty painful. The first night, because I had to go, I had to stay a night in the hospital, um, I had a nurse ratchet who was really strict about the Oxycontin. And at this point, I had, even throughout the years with using, having, or dealing with rheumatoid arthritis, I never dealt with Oxycontin, or pain meds for that matter, just a leave and uh, cortisone steroid. So this is the first time dealing with Oxycontin. Now, that stuff was amazing. But it seemed like every five hours, it would finally go away, and the, just the horrible pain going down my back, or in my back area and the doc had told me before the surgery said hey if you, you know if you need more meds and they don't give you call me so I called him like at 1 in the morning or sent him a text at 1 in the morning and next thing I know an hour later the nurse is bringing me in some oxycotton uh, being a pain in the ass about it he goes oh I see you texted and called your doctor and I was like yep he told me to call you or call him to get you since you weren't giving me the meds so Luckily for me, I was able to get off the Oxycontin a um, week after the surgery. So, yeah, if you're dealing with that crap or yourself or if you have a patient, it might be real. Yeah, you might have some fakers out there, but, yeah, that shit, that shit's real. So, thanks for listening to both stories.